Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hey, Beth. Hello. Hello and welcome. Well, welcome to Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. While we're drinking. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I don't know why. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the, I mean, they've tuned in before. They know we drink wine. Yeah. So why wouldn't I? We know we drink wine. We need to rehearse that better. <laughs> No, that's the best part. Is that it? Of our intro. We just, whatever. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm not bitching. Yeah. I mean, I'm bitching, but I'm done bitching. You're the bitching Biff. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the bitching Biff Ray, and that's the bitchiest Biff. Stephanie. And I don't know if I'm going to accept that title yet. I don't know. You should. It depends on the day. It, and if the it's mood. a Y day, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole full-fledged yes yes uh how you doing beth i am doing yeah yeah that's it i'm the little engine that can yeah that would that did could that is going to i'm just i don't know how to explain it actually i'm like usually the good one at articulating coasting but like coasting sure right Right. I told you I don't know how to explain it. So like, are you on a surfboard? Surfboard. Or are you like surfboard? A, I wish I was Beyonce on a surfboard. But Let's are, just put are it you there. On a jet ski. Uh, not a jet ski. Not a jet ski. That's way fun. Okay. All right. So surf, surfboard. Yeah. But like on my belly, <laughs> paddling with my hands and my feet. Okay. All right. Coasting. <laughs> Noted. You're waiting. Yes. You're not coasting, you're waiting. That's it. You're in the water. Just, you're not all the way out there, but you're in the water. Yeah, I'm like a bobber. <laughs> just, I can't. Just bobbing. Just bob. <laughs> Sorry, pups. How oh are you? Uh, I am. Jesus. It's actually been a hard week for mental health, man. Last week I was good. Mm. This week I was like distracted by my own like insecure bullshit. Ugh. It's been like that's most obnoxious. And it's like the worst part of it is, is like I know that it's my insecurity, so I know the truth, mm-hmm. but I can't stop. But, right? Yeah. It's like cocaine. You know it's terrible for you, but you can't stop. But you can't stop. <laughs> how do you I really know, need Beth? to try cocaine? <laughs> I was gonna say, how would you even know? I don't know. I but I know. also accurate. Is it true? Okay, excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right so yeah no uh, other than that like i'm good this morning i realized i didn't succumb to any of my like insecurities so that's amazing when i went to go right i was like oh like i got up i went to the gym i did some work while i was working out and then i realized i'm like oh i didn't I, like when i have something else to focus on mm. i'm good mm-hmm. so just stop being bored mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's all I can do. I like it. Yeah. I will cheers to that. Want to cheers to it? Let's. How about to this wine? Perf. This one 
is a Sauvignon Blanc. My favorite. I know, you picked this one out. And from New Zealand, because where My the fuck favorite. else are you going to get it? Although we did get one from Australia that we liked. But sure. this one is $14.99, and it's called Cloud Number 9. It's very pretty. It's called, like, are those clouds, or is that just art? That's clouds, but It's clouds. Cloud Number 9. Right, I'm an idiot. Plus, there's a bitch in the clouds. <laughs> or is it a sheep or a wolf? Is it a <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. I can't i'm only book smart bro i can't i don't i am nothing else smart i'm, I'm nothing else smart this is a 2017 way to go biff oh i didn't i knew that um if you've traveled to marlboro you know it is a special place it's all blue skies with clean not green. marlboro massachusetts no marlboro new zealand right. just yes. wanted to clarify jess spelled the same <laughs> I'm just kidding on you, Marlboroers. Marlboro, Marlboroans? Yeah, that. Marlboro rights? Yeah. <laughs> Marlboro, Marlboro wrongs. <laughs> it's all blue skies with clean and green fields and clear running streams. Here, anything is possible. Just like the cloud number nine girl, the magic of Marlboro comes with it from its purity. You can feel the strong connection that exists between the land and its people. The essence of the valley lifts you to great heights, and the resulting wines are an expression of its purity, freshness, and style. Who's the cloud number nine girl? This bitch. Oh. There's a little cloud number nine girl on the bottom. Oh. Um, and that was from Christian Butler, the founder. Cloud number nine. Is that a New Zealand accent? No, I can't do one. <laughs> I can't do an Australian accent. Never mind New Zealand. All right, cheers. Cheers, Beth. It smells like wine. Mm, it smells really good, actually. Kind of fruity. Interesting. This bottle didn't describe the flavor I at all. Got fruity. Mm, I like it. It's yummy. Ooh, sour face. Tastes like a cork. <laughs> like if I, was I know what you're talking sucking about. The wine off of that cork bottle, like a Oyster Bay cork. Does Oyster Bay have a cork? No. Oh. But if Oyster Bay had a cork and you sucked on it, it, it would, would taste, taste like, like this, this wine. wine. <laughs> That's looking funny. Oh my god! Also super Save accurate. a wine glass, suck a cork. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like it. I wouldn't go out of my. I don't way hate and it. Find it. Yeah, I won't buy it again. Yeah, I don't hate it. Two I stars, just, three stars. I would give it three. Yeah, it's still good. You just have that really strong barrel taste. Uh I see. You're saying like, it's kind of like oaky. Mm. Uh, now I can taste it, mm-hmm. and I haven't even taken another sip yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't hate it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three, though, because it's one that I would, if it was at the package store and it was the only Sauvignon Blanc, I would buy it. Whereas a four and a five, I would seek out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A two, I'd drink it at a party. I wouldn't pay for yeah. it. Somebody or else you'd would. drink it like after a good bottle of wine. A one, I would cook with it. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I would cook. You with would it. cook with it. <laughs> I cook with the stuff I drink. Mm. Biaf, you have questions this week. I have questions. You have questions. I heard that on the way here. I always have questions. I don't have answers. <laughs> Where's that fucking song? A man is still writing it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Oh, that's a good snippet. Uh, Uh, Can we do anything with that? Probably not. We will. We will. Okay. 
hit me. What do we got this week? This is creators.com. Like breeders? Creators. Right. I don't understand the question. I don't know, like making babies or like anti-Jesuses or pro-Jesuses? What? I'm reading a book right now. Creators. (laughs) And creators is in it with all of these different definitions. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Thank you for Englishing. Thank you for clarifying because I was starting to question your I'm sorry. Sanity. I'm so sorry. What <laughs> you're starting to? Where the fuck you been? I mean, I was becoming more concerned. So this is creators.com. Don't fucking say a word. I'll just drink my wine. Amy Elcon. Elcon. The advice goddess. By Amy Elcon. I don't know. Do you have any insight on her behalf? I think we did her before. I believe Once so because it always makes me want to say Acon with an L. Oh, yeah. May 17th, 2022. 2022. Okay, this question is titled To the Bitter Friend. Oh, I just got eyes. <laughs> <laughs> After six years of hard work, I'm starting to have some success in my career. Disturbingly, my best friend seems envious. I'll tell her some exciting news and she'll barely respond. I understand that she's trying to break through while working a menial job, but my other friends are really supportive and happy for me. She claims she is too, but her behavior says otherwise. It really hurts my feelings. Signed, disappointed. Now, quick sidebar. Barring sides. These answers. These responses from Amy. Are they miles long? Are like high school essays. Ew. Right. Double spaced? No. One inch margins? Yes. Okay, good. So, with that being said, we are not going to read the entire answers. No. So we're just going to so skim for them? We're going to skim through, get the best of the best. The creme de la creme. If you would like to, at a later date, go read the full responses. We will leave that information available for you. Yes, in the show notes. Yeah. That's We always post our sources. Okay, so, Beth... So the friend it is really envious. It really hurts her feelings. My best friend seems envious. I tell her exciting news. She barely responds. My other friends are really supportive and happy for me. She claims she is too, but her behavior says otherwise, and it really hurts my feelings. So best friend. Yeah. So when you were reading that, the first thing that came to my mind was like, when when anything good has ever happened to me, you've always been super supportive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just look for any excuse for us to go out and get a drink. So like, yeah. You're like, let's go celebrate. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I think we're good like that for each other. So I can't relate. I don't know that I've had a best friend. I've definitely had a friend that wasn't supportive. That was just like always negative. You mm, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I think I've been that friend too. But a best friend, I think that's a different level. But she, has she, did she say that she told her best friend, you know, or talked to her about it? No. Nope. Well, actually... She claims she is too, but her behavior says otherwise. So that makes me feel like she has mentioned something. Right. No, I'm so happy for you. Like, oh, you don't seem it. Right. So what's what's the, I'm sorry, what's the There's question? not a specific question. She just said it really hurts her feelings. That's not your best friend. Mm. That's not your best friend. Envy is not part of a healthy relationship. Mm. No, we're here to boost each other i'm assuming this is two women 
or am I, or did I hear something that I'm talking like this is two women? Um, at least the best friend is. And Amy Alcon is actually known for boosting women. So actually, Beautiful. I, I feel yeah very confident in this. She's not your best friend, and this this world is already already faces so many obstacles where women are pitting women up against each other. There are just so many instances of that, like in the workplace, in the media, on social media, anything. It's like there's like a a movement to push for cat fights or you know what I mean? Like for stupid shit like that. And not a movement for, but like there's a I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. It it just it happens. I don't know what the yeah, word is. It just I'm not happens. sure what word either. Um, I think I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. So and and it's it's it kind of pisses me off because it's almost like ingrained in young girls so early on. Mm. Um, but I digress. This is just like another form of it. Um, I feel like somebody who's just there to tear you down because she feels like you're above her level or she feels inferior to your success. And that's just, it's just not fair and it's not supportive and you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Amen to that. That's it. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine if you were negative when I when something could happen to you. I was never me. happy for you. Right. And I can't imagine if, what you would feel like if I was like, I'm always like cautiously optimistic when you tell me good news. And same thing for me. Like when I experience good things, I'm like, yeah, I got promoted. It's probably going to suck. <laughs> but yeah, more money. You yeah. know, like, yeah. so I think that's where I am with that. Like, that's not your friend. Mm. Like have a, if you haven't had, you know, we're, we're assuming you have based on the way that it's worded. But if you haven't had a candid conversation with this person, just being like, you know, you're not showing me. You're saying you're supportive because I brought it up, but you're not showing me. You're constantly negative about it. You know, if you haven't had that conversation, it's worth trying if this is your best friend. But after that conversation, if it if it hasn't changed, this person's not happy for you. They're too busy comparing themselves to you. So, great answer. Oh, thank you. But? I actually had this friend. <gasps> Was it me? Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm so flattered. <laughs> it just was like, always, if we didn't do what she wanted to do, then she ruined the night. She was miserable. If a, an attractive man came over and started to give me more attention, oh. she literally would like grab my arm and like pull me away. Like it was. I actually like, witnessed that. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and it was like, you know, you'd get dressed, put on this outfit that you know probably isn't your most flattering, and like your best friend would be like, "Girl, let's wear the black dress tonight." You know, this friend was like, "Oh, you look great. Like, don't even worry about it," because yeah. she felt better when she felt she looked better than you, and just. A super draining, difficult friendship. And it was the same thing that like something great happened to me and be like, oh, cool. Right. And that was it. Yeah. And it just started to feel like you are so insecure that like I'm exhausted for you. You know what I mean? Right. And it didn't make me feel shitty about myself. It just started to be like, oh my friggin' God. Like, I just can't. 
right. go to therapy for fuck's sake. That's <laughs> like the I best advice can't. ever. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it just I guess my um what's the word? Advice. I guess my advice would be like if it's affecting you emotionally, like if it's actually bothering you and making you feel shitty, like you need to really take a step back and think, is this friendship fixable? Is this something I can sit down with her and have a conversation? And she's the type of friend that will be like, holy shit, like, yeah, I got it. I get why it's been not looking like I'm supportive of you or whatever. Or if this friend's going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, I am so excited for you. Like, Because right. then that's just... I would like to say most likely not going to end. Like your friendship is going to end. And so. Yeah. My friendship ended. You know? Yeah. And that, and you tried hard on that one that too. That was my, like, I don't want to give everything away. I wish right. the best. So I'm not going to get into details, but like, that was a really great friend and it sucked. Yeah. That like, there was no movement on that type of, stuff to the point where i'm just like i just can't do it no more like even it's leaking personal, over onto me even her personal maturity you know what i mean right that the was emotional a, yeah awareness and it, it just it never happened and and yeah i don't know i think there's got to be some sort of a trauma or some sort of experience to be that emotionally stunted and and i wish that i knew enough to kind of figure it out mm. just not for any reason other than curiosity, curiosity but to yeah. know like for someone to be that insecure in general in life, not just with people, this person was very insecure throughout. Yeah. And very blatant, aspects. very blatant about it. Yeah. And was so negative about it, even on social media that I was just, I had to like. Yeah. And it wasn't even your deuces, best friend. And it wasn't. Yeah. It's, which it's is probably exhausting. why I went deuces. <laughs> True. <know? laughs> um, but I mean, we, uh, yeah, it wasn't one of my best friends, but we definitely got, you know, close for a little while because of you. Yeah. But yeah, when they were a good friend, they were a good friend. But when they weren't, it was scathing. It was draining. Draining. It was, it was so, so offensive. It was so exhausting. It was so offensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally get it. My advice to the friend that is draining or to that friend uh-huh. is all you really need to do is continue trying. That's to me like the, like continue trying to support your friend. That's how growth happens. If there's not a switch that you change, you know what I mean? Overnight where you're like, oh, I'm going to be a good person tomorrow. Well, first you have to be aware. You have to, right. You have but to what be I'm, aware that I'm doing this. This right. is my behavior. This is my pattern. This is my whatever. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I'm just saying like to show that to show your friend that you actually are committed to their success and happy for them. You just need to actually try and also your awareness, right? Like acknowledge that I'm sorry, I'm not being supportive and I really mean to be, and I'm going to try to show you, you know, just like continue trying. That's how good habits happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's, Mm -hmm. and that to me is a habit to automatically fall to the default, to the negative, to the, uh, you better watch out because this person's going to screw you over. Yeah. That's a knee jerk for sure. Yeah. So that's just my advice to them. Like just try to change, you know, try to change your 
outlook not you maybe well like, first you just have to want to like amen to that you have to want to yep. like i don't want to live like this person right i don't want to have that knee jerk anymore i made that decision yep you did i made that decision and i'm trying every single fucking day to be you made that decision yep what the fuck's wrong with this person <laughs> i could ask <laughs> let's see what amy has yeah to please say. <laughs> We often do crazy things simply to keep up with our peers who are doing those things. Not, say, because we're bored on a Saturday afternoon and had a little brainstorm. I know. I'll pay some total stranger $55 to spread molten wax on my labia and rip out all my pubic hair. (laughs) Same, girl. We evolved to be creatures of quote-unquote social compassion. Comparison, not compassion. Judging how while we're doing personally and professionally by how we stack up to others. As I often explain, our emotions are not just for mental decoration. They're motivational tools. When we're lagging behind our peers, envy often rises up. As it seems to be in your friend, envy is mistakenly assumed to be ugly and shameful, but evolutionary social psychologist Bram Bunk, B-U-U-N-K, Bunk, Bunk, Sorry, Brian. And his colleagues explained that the feel bad we get from envy pushes us to get on the stick and narrow the status gap between ourselves and others. If you do tell her about some win, consider pairing the news with mention of the years of grubby work and daily fail- failures that went into it. This might help her view the success you've achieved as something attainable as opposed to some magical gift. Mm. Oh my God, I just was sitting on my porch drinking beer when my boss called and said, you often cut work out and smoke a lot of pot. Let's give you the VP job. Was that the end of it? Yeah. Okay. I was with that until that last thing. Like You often cut work and smoke a lot of pot, so let's give you the VP job. Well, maybe not even the example. Maybe like that That tactic to begin with because oh okay yeah I, i'm thinking go like, on go on i'm i'm going i'm going i know i just, just don't rush me so i'm thinking if you're telling someone like I'm, I'm with the concept of like let me show you or tell you the trials and tribula- tribulations i went through to get to this sure you worked your ass off that's a good way to kind of show that it's attainable right that you can progress professionally, personally, whatever, to get to that reward. But to just be like, I was on my porch smoking pot when the boss called and now I went from administrative assistant to like marketing manager or something like that. It's just like, you don't try. That's just like adding insult to injury. Like you don't have to try to get good luck. Well, that was the point that she was saying to- I never fucking listen. (laughs) I hear you. Uh, yeah, you are still a man. Yes, but. I'm still writing that book. <laughs> She's saying to uh, consider pairing the news with the mention of the year with mention of the years of crubby work and daily failures, and then she like gave an example, like say like, oh my god, last year I just couldn't catch a break. Da 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 da. As you know, and then I finally you know just kept going and I made it. Versus saying like, oh, bro, versus? last week. Yeah, like, 
I understood that as the example no. to her first part. No, it was like the, you don't want to just say like, oh, oh yeah. my God, Tony just called me while I was sitting on Grammy's porch smoking a cheap and I got the job. Whatever. Like, I agree, Amy. It's fine. He agrees. <laughs> he has been ill-advised. Thank you, Amy. He shan't advise. That's what it. <laughs> okay, next. This one is called Guess Leak. Gas leak? Guess instead of gas leak. Guess leak. Guess? Guess. Like you'll never guess. Okay. You'll never guess this leak. Okay, let me guess your leak. Okay. I thought my second husband and I were happily married, but based on my past experience, the signs are there that he's planning on leaving me. He's going to the gym regularly. Your L-Y works. Working later, eating healthy, and dressing better for work. At New Year's, he did say his resolution was to improve himself and get ahead at work to provide better for our family, but that seems too convenient. His recent behaviors are almost exactly like what my rotten first husband was doing when he left me. Signed, hate reruns. So she's asking, she's not asking, but I guess the implication is, should I chuck him? The signs are there that he's planning on leaving me. Oh. Yeah, there's no real question to these. So he's eating well. His going commitment to, to to be there for his family and to do better is a cop out. Yeah. But his signs, the signs are what your ex-husband did? Yes. His recent behaviors are almost exactly like what my rotten first husband was doing when he left me. Hmm. It's not to discredit someone's feelings and intuition, but there's some sort of residual, not some sort, there is residual resentment, residual feeling from your rotten ex-husband that's informing your present um, psyche, like the way that you're reacting to this. Yes. If someone decides to eat better, congratulations. Let's not be that friend. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. If someone decides that they want to commit more to their family, who, what, what role do you play in the relationship or in this person's life to tell them they're not trying hard enough if they don't feel fulfilled? Yes, a man, but also still apples and oranges. The comparison ends there. It's not necessarily what brought you to this person to begin with. What are the qualities that don't remind you of your ex-husband? You know what I mean? Like, what are what brought you into this relationship? Why do you think, what other behaviors do you think this person, or that they're exhibiting that you think that they're going to leave you? I just, I guess that's just not enough for me to give anything other than like, explore yourself and find mm. out why you feel this way. Yeah. Because this is Well, kind she of, knows why she feels that way. Right. Because her ex-husband did all the same things that her current husband is doing. So, but- what I mean is, like, why are you projecting that on this person? That doesn't feel like a projection if no. it's the same behaviors. Yeah, but those those behaviors, at least the ones she described, aren't inherently bad. No, I agree. It's just so hard for me to kind of... I just feel like we don't have enough information. I totally agree with you, by the way. I'm just... Fucking poking the bear. I got questions. Poke the bear. Yeah. I, I just think I need more info. There's not enough here. 
He's exhibiting behaviors. And that's, yeah, valid. Feel how you feel. You know, I just, I don't know where to go from there. What are you, what are your thoughts? So I agree with you. His recent behaviors are almost exactly like what my rotten first husband was doing when he left me. What's the difference? So for me, it's like, that is, like you said, definitely unhealed. Trauma. Yeah. Like, and you refer to him as your rotten first husband. You are unhealed. So it's very easy in that emotional and mental state to notice every little thing that feels off to you. Oh, every little thing home. that looks <laughs> just stopped like <laughs> what your ex was doing when mm-hmm. he was leaving you. And that is super valid. And that is, it's easy to get there emotionally and mentally. It's easy to, be, to, to pick up on these things. Mm-hmm. And it, so now you're also anticipating on him leaving because of these signs. Because you're anticipating on him leaving, that's what you're going to be putting out there. And that could, may or may not, cause him to leave. Regardless if he's planning on leaving or not, that's the energy you're going to start putting in there now. And you start pushing him away. You're going to inadvertently, indirectly yeah. push him away. He's going to leave. If this is how you continue, you're, you continue anticipating him leaving. You continue preparing for him to leave. You continue badgering him. Why are you going to the gym all of a sudden? Why are you doing this all of a sudden? All these things that is, an, you know, another human is going to naturally want to separate from. So it's, we put ourselves in these like conundrums. Yes. We really do. So it's like, now I have valid concerns. Well, maybe not valid to like outside looking valid in. Valid to my feelings. Valid but, to myself. Right. My husband did all, my ex did all these things and left. Now my current husband seems to all of a sudden be doing all of these things. Right? Like that's very normal to feel and to pick up on when you've gone through shitty things. And so it's just like we put now we put ourselves in these things that it's like I feel validated in my feelings because of XYZ, but now I'm going to be, as you said earlier, projecting that yep. into my relationship and maybe even being the cause of him eventually leaving. Okay. That makes total sense. So whatever we tell ourselves is like we create that. So when we're saying you know, great, he's going to leave because he's doing all the things that my shitty ex-husband did and he left me, right? So now that's the answer that we're going to find to give ourselves so that we can, yep, I was right. Fuck, Biff, this really does hit. Yeah. So you're talking like negative affirmations at this point. Yes. Like you're you're, you're literally willing it to not be. The story that we have, our, our inner dialogue that we have for ourselves is is what we seek out. So if our our story is that like every man leaves, every man sucks, every man's a dog, we're going to find a man who's going to leave, who sucks, who's a dog, so that we can, yep, I was right, fucking knew it. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kindly go fuck yourself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fuck, this is so much therapy in one session. (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I really loved how you articulated all of that. Good, like, because I was struggling to keep my brain no, I on think, track. No, <laughs> I think you did a fantastic job. I love how you articulated that. And I don't even know if you should read Amy's response, but like, you know, in keeping mm. up with our format, go ahead. Yeah. So pretty much what we need to do is recognize that that we are like okay like you said earlier like just because he's going to the gym like that's not you know what i mean just because your ex is he going to the gym or is he eating better all of it okay he's going to the gym all the time working later eating healthy dressing better for work yada 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 oh shit all the signs right so let's see does he have a new fucking camaro (laughs) (laughs) yeah To be human is to leap to conclusions. When, mm. when we aren't doing Simon Simone Biles level gymnastics to avoid exploring the obvious quote, hmm, might there be a connection between the bizarre shrinkage of all my clothes and my mowing my mowing through six jumbo bags of Doritos daily. In my defense, Doritos are basically heroin you can pick up at the Piggly Wiggly. In your defense, for your <laughs> Olympic long jump from he's eating healthy to he's yet another dirtbag who's leaving me, our brains are pattern spotting machines, hoovering up similarities in things and events. Sometimes these patterns are meaningful. Evoke his empathy by telling him about the pattern that's got you so worried. Open with, okay, maybe crazy, though maybe anything but because, ugh, the workings of our minds will get you more answers than the defensiveness provoking. Ugh, you're just like the last one. Yikes. Finally, look to history. Does his prior behavior over time combined with the output from these other lines of inquiry su- suggest that he's the sh- sort to go? Toodles, wife and babies. If not, what stinks in his gym locker probably isn't a to go bag. Hmm. Yeah, this was, <laughs> I couldn't even read this, let alone. That was a very. <laughs> I feel like you should reread the answer. I don't know. That one had just, <laughs> it just had so many comparisons yeah. and so many examples yeah. that it didn't have, like there was so much substance that there wasn't any. Substance. Like, well, I, it's like when you pack too many things into like a sentence and then the sentence is not a sentence anymore. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Like yeah. she took this response and gave these very good examples, you know, as I'm able to kind of pick them apart. But to somebody who's just looking to read something, like yeah. I'm disinterested because I can't follow this. Yeah. You know, also I couldn't no read offense, it Amy. for shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it could be partially me. I don't know. (laughs) I followed and it was just a lot. Sometimes I had to go in my mind and backtrack and I'm like, are there quotes around that? (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That, yeah. That was an interesting one. So what's your take on this? Like, are you okay with this response? I don't know what the response said. (laughs) (laughs) I literally don't. I don't. Yeah. It so was, you'll need to answer that. I did I did get the part where like the Olympic junk part junk. The Olympic junk. Yeah. Can you imagine just a bunch of dudes putting their shit on tables with Imagine fucking finding rulers. someone with an Olympic junk. <laughs> How many rings can you put on it? 
What I mean is... Babe, we need you for a new game tonight. <laughs> you don't have to do anything, I swear. Oh, my God. I, I got the Olympic jump reference that she's right. just, like, doing all of these, like, you know, convoluted mm-hmm. gymnastics to come to whatever conclusion. Yeah. But A, sometimes is B, but most times it's not. Yeah, I did like that part. So... I'm going to take that and a mixture of what we said mm. and say, this is your advice. Yeah, I agree with that. And Amy can follow ill-advised <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, thank you, Amy. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. <laughs> uh, she, no, she's great. I just This one was just hard for me to follow. Mm. It was also hard for me to read. Yes, it was. <laughs> Out loud, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get to the next one? Yes. May the divorce be with you. This is January 25th, 2022, and it goes like, My apartment building has paper-thin walls, and I overhear a lot of what goes on between the couple next door. The man makes constant belittling remarks, calling his wife ugly and stupid and saying she'd, she'd cheat on him, but no other man would want her. What leads a man to talk to his wife like this? Signed, Horrified. Where do we even start? Well, you're a man, so. Well, yeah, but I don't talk to women. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I mean, I get along with them. So have you only called any exes stupid or ugly? Never, like seriously. No, I know. Like, I know. one of my exes used to like say something that he thought was funny, and then make this really ugly face. But which is really funny because I do the same thing, but would make this really ugly face laughing. I'd be like, ew, you're so ugly, stop. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, that joke was so stupid, but I never actually like went out of my way to belittle anyone. No. I don't think. At least not since high school. That's super fair. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> Still doing it. Uh, yeah, and uh, what causes someone to talk to somebody this way insecurities bad examples terrible human what leads a man to talk to his wife like this she lets him which is easier said yeah no i i know i don't way, agree but yeah. i do agree well yeah it's what I you mean, allow I what continues right but it's also like hard to leave situations and it's not yeah it's, it's not as easy it, as yeah. like we're done right never is course so you know i don't know where else to go with this one this man who doesn't there are so many things that can go from it but like a man that doesn't value women who views them as property mm-hmm. who Who's, has yeah. s- some sort of manipulative or emotional grasp on her so that she does what he wants yeah it's like you're you know tale is old this time type of bullshit that Tell you know, it's time. Jess. Jess. <laughs> but like, you know, men have dominion over women. And then somebody who hasn't shed this mentality, well then, yeah, of course he's going to keep doing it to people. So Yeah, he doesn't see an issue with if it. I was this neighbor, I would fucking punch through the paper thin wall and grab his neck from the other side. I can agree with that. And just be like... You will not talk to her that way. And then if she's like, let go of my husband, I'll be like, I'll grab your neck too. You will not be talked to this way. <laughs> Do you hear me? You are a strong 
beautiful, independent woman who won't take this shit. You won't take this shit. I mean, you'll be independent when I let go of you. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ugh. I think I just put more abuse on her abuse, but I didn't mean to do that. It was in a loving manner. <laughs> yes, that always makes it better. Yeah. I can only imagine, because this isn't a question or something for advice, but like Amy probably went on some like 45 year long bender on the, on that response. Yeah. It's a good four or five paragraphs. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, we're, I mean, we all grow. So I think I agree with you. I don't know what else just, to say. It's to either this. like some sort of power kick or like their core belief is that, you know, women are beneath me or you in general, like you specifically are beneath me. So, or just like that women in general are, you know, men are the whatever the superior. word is. Yes, superior. Thank you. Yeah. It's this or goes beyond like, like they just, it's almost like a, a panic response in a sense that they like need to feel the need to like try to take your power from you. And they do that by like belittling you and making you feel little. Yeah. Because if you don't go nowhere, it's status quo. Right. You know. And also if you're under my quote unquote control, then you're not gonna, like I can just continue this. Yeah. And there's so much that plays into that too. Like it could be trauma response, you know, like this is how my parents did it. It could Absolutely. be, it could be, you know, I never had any control and this is how I have right. it. Right. Um, or, you know, my or outside I have life. a small penis. And yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing that I was going to say, but I left <laughs> yeah. it alone. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't great. really have much to contribute to this other than like, let me answer your question, but not your like, like there's no advice. There's no subjectivity here, or maybe there is too much and maybe that's the problem. Yeah. It just says what leads a man to talk to his wife like this. So let's find out, shall we? Oh, sure. Okay. Let's shall. Among the tips strangely absent on those, quote, ways to keep your marriage alive, quote, end quote, lists is, quote, if you can't say something nice, scream it at your wife. Oh. However, evolutionary psychologist Todd Shackelford <laughs> finds that cruel put-downs are actually a mate retention tactic. Oh. Seriously low scores in the what women want department women prize men who are kind intelligent emotionally intelligent generous and hard-working providers these men have the emotional and financial chops to take the mate retention high road showing the wife she's loved romancing her with trips and gifts and listening to her making her laugh etc in contrast a typical lumpen loser is lazy, selfish, dull, unattractive, and has a low-paying, dead-end job. He lacks the psychology and resources to provide benefits. So he's prone to resort to cost-inflicting mate retention behaviors. Say that three times fast, but Cost-inflicting mate retention endeavors? Behaviors. Behaviors? Yeah. Oh, I already fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> Verbal abuse or violence or both, with the subconscious goal of making her too emotionally broken to leave. You fucking cocksucker. 
and it wasn't that, in there. That was not, yeah, that wasn't written. You should have seen her face when she did it. She <laughs> ate the microphone like it was the cock. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth opened that wide. So wide. These are some big chunks. These are. I know you still couldn't take it. No. No. When the abuse is verbal, evolutionary psychologist Aaron Goats finds it plays out in four ways. Cutting remarks about a woman's looks, her intelligence and her value as a partner and a person, and often accusations that she's cheating. The message? Because men evolved to prize beauty, intelligence, kindness, and fidelity in their mates like no other man would want you. There is a print pick of light in the gloom. Relationship researcher Jason Whitting reports that most women in abusive partnerships eventually leave, often because they reach a breaking point when the fear and pain become overwhelming. Ideally, she'll join that sisterhood sooner rather than later. Sadly, right now, probably all you can do without possibly endangering yourself or her is hope for a brighter future for her. Hold fast to your dreams, honey. Unlike as it is that a random hitman will kidnap your husband and dissolve him and lie in a motel bathtub. Or punch through the paper thin wall and grab him by the neck. Fucking here, here. I feel like fucking Jessica Jones in that shit. Like Marvel superhero through the wall bullshit. (laughs) Like, no way. No way. I like your response, Beth. I know. Like, it's, it's almost like if you see something say something say something or do something every time i heard this motherfucker i'd be calling the police being like i'm offended (laughs) i would be a karen just for that i feel like every single time i've heard him start with this shit i would go knock on the door and ask for sugar (laughs) every single time you sound so sweet can i have some sugar and then i would just like glare at him the whole time while his wife's going to get me a cup of sugar. Yeah. I would just glare. No, he's going to go get the, the cup of sugar and you're going to make plans with Becca. Or that's what I'll do every time I go over. Ask for sugar and be like, girl, my friend just dropped this bottle of wine off at my house and left. Can you come drink it with me? Yeah, that's actually brilliant. Yeah. Like, can we play Even cards? if you don't know her. Or she I'll should like pick knock up on the door crying the- like, I just need a friend right now. I would fucking say, you're so weird. <laughs> I don't true. know who you are. <laughs> I was just getting yelled at by my husband. Yes, I'm coming. <laughs> right. Is this an out? Do you I'm think I'm pretty? Out right now? <laughs> I'm crying too. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, we're not joking about the situation, but. Right. Just what we would do. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, that's all pretty textbook, I feel like. Right? Mm-hmm. So it is good for you women's listening, not even just the women, people in general in relationships who may have a verbally abusive significant other. That is a tactic to keep you beneath them so you won't leave. Yeah. So I feel like that can give you a sense of almost power. Like now you know what's going on when he's screaming and cussing at you and all that shit. You can kind of keep that in the back of your mind as like a, this isn't a reflection of me or yeah. my worth or nothing like that. This is literally him like panicking almost and trying to keep me little so I don't go nowhere. Yeah. And you need to con- constantly remind yourself of that because mm. the first time isn't going to change your mindset. Oh God, no. The second time isn't going to. Eventually that's going to seep into your consciousness so much that you're just going to say, 
you can't keep me. Yeah. And you're going to pack your shit and like, go. Or he's going to come home and take his shit off the lawn. Mm. Or vice versa. He, she, they, them. Next. Sure. Silence of the ma'ams. Ma'ams. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yes. Thank you. Can you read this question now? <laughs> no way. No way. I can't. Listen, I've, I've been told struggling I have. With these. I've been told I have a confusing writing style, but Amy Alcon is like kicking my ass right now. She's kicking my ass. She is. I'm not. She is. <laughs> this was February 15th, 2022. My girlfriends and I were out for drinks. One was talking about her bad day at work and how she found herself apologizing to her boss, though she wasn't the one at fault. The conversation turned to how women are constantly saying I'm sorry to everyone, boyfriends, parents, strangers. I even apologized to the bartender at one point. Why do women seem to sheepishly apologize, often for no reason? Signed, not sorry. Good fucking question. I don't know. Because society has taught you that you're inferior to men. Yeah. Because society has taught you that your job is to sit there and look pretty. Yes. That you're an object in a room. You are a fixture. Yes. Be seen, not heard. Stop fucking apologizing. Just fucking stop. Again, another thing easier said than done, right? Break these habits. Break these behaviors. I mean, I don't see you apologizing for stupid shit. Mm -mm. I don't know if you ever did, though. I don't know. You were never a lady, but... I was never a gentleman either. You You had better luck as a gentleman, though. (laughs) Probably. But this is another one of those questions where it's like, it's always been this way, so why change it? Or like, this is, you know, this is societally or culturally accepted or has been. And so, you know, why don't you smile a little bit? You know, you might as well just tell someone their rack looks great at this point if you're expecting a sorry so she can punch you square in the face. Oh, they do, though. You know what I mean? Well, they need to punch him square in the face. I have. You have. (laughs) No, you've done worse. You've done worse. Okay. Anyways, that ain't about this. (laughs) I'm just, I'm so sick of this shit. Like, women are so undervalued and underappreciated and i understand that we have all of these other cultural issues that we need to address systemic racism we have biases to work through but i think as a basic fundamental on a basic fundamental human level we need to like establish footing and ground in women's rights and in the way that women are perceived because that's the foundation of humanity like you are born as this person and this goes the same for people who are transgendered and people who um, are non-binary like you are born as this person let's acknowledge who you are Mm -hmm. before we get into the Mm nitty-gritty you know and i think yeah everything needs to be fought for and and advocated for but i feel like humanity wouldn't exist without women right so that's just interesting (laughs) right yeah, they can carry the future, but they can't be the future. Right. What? You right. know? I mean, we're getting deep into it too, but no, I know. it's too mm-hmm. much. And we just, we need to start acknowledging women as human beings and not just pieces. Just. Just. Machines. Yeah. I mean, we are definitely machines. Oh, 
Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I agree with you forever. in everything you said. And I also want to add that sometimes that is like um, an anxious response or an, or a tra- trauma response. Okay. Just the like, especially if you grew up in a household that is that was like always you weren't sure mommy's mood or daddy's mood or you know what I mean? And so you always had to walk on eggshells and you didn't want to poke the bear. So it was like you learn to, oh, sorry, sorry, mom, sorry, dad, yep. you know, sorry, whoever. And so that became like an anxious or traumatic response for you where it turned to like a habit. So let me ask you this, because that totally makes sense too. And I, I never, I don't know, I'm not as psychologically minded as you are, but is there a point in the psyche where the the apology becomes a justification for your action rather than a sincere apology like do you just do it because it makes everything better or do you do it because you're sincerely sorry does that make sense i think so I'm just trying like, well, like when you're doing the trauma response part of it, like always having to say sorry to mom and dad. Uh-huh. You know, to me, thinking back on my childhood, it's like a lot of it is because I needed to say sorry because I may have done something that bothered them. I don't know that I have, but I'm going to say sorry. Right. I don't know that I necessarily feel sorry. So does it continue being something where you're saying it because smooth things over or you know it it gives you a better outlook to say i'm sorry or are you saying it because you sincerely are sorry for something you um, i mean it might be different for people but for like the trauma and the anxious apologizer it's like uh i i did something i'm sorry like i i don't know so they actually think they've done they're just whether they like if you just bump someone like I don't even know that they get that far. I think it's like a way to avoid anything. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. trying to stop an issue before it starts by apologizing. So I guess to to go back to the, I guess, maybe that example, because they're they're actually apologizing for some, it's, it, it's kind of like a fine line for me, or, or maybe it's the way that our, both of our thoughts are, are converging here. It's like they're trying to smooth something over, but they also are actually sorry for something. Yeah, I think they're actually sorry for something. I think they've kind of gotten to this point where, like, maybe in childhood, they were always doing something that was setting mommy or daddy off. Mm -hmm. So they just learned that it's them. It's something they did. Okay, that's And so now they're apologizing, whether they know for what or not. And so they just immediately go to an apology because it's like, if you already are angry, I'm sorry. And if you're not yet angry, I'm sorry in hopes to keep you not angry. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, one of my favorite podcasts, um, the hosts talk about how every once in a while women are like expected to sit and smile and not essentially be you know, contributing members to society. And that's sometimes just saying, I'm sorry. It's just like a polite way to like get by. 
And they mm. always are always telling women to fuck politeness. And I think that that's something to live by for everyone. You know, sometimes you just yeah. got to bypass that. You've got to just like get over that hump and just be like, I'm not apologizing for this stupid <laughs> fucking thing. Right. Like, all right. So like I bump someone and go like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah. That's fine. Right. You know, but like if you're just sitting down and look over while someone's like talking right why are you going to apologize for that yeah i agree i don't know maybe i'm just rambling no i agree i like it what is um acon yeah let's see what acon the value of i'm sorry gets seriously watered down when it covers everything from plowing your suv into somebody's living room to yahooing the waitress because an apology is an admission that we've wronged somebody, the quote-unquote pre-crime weenieism above seems to make no sense. Huh? Because an apology is an admission that we've wronged somebody, the pre-crime weenieism above seems to make no sense. Weenieism? Yeah. Literal weenie. Oh, sure. Let's keep going. It's not like the waitress was hired to read gripping crime novels and how dare you tear her away from finding out who the real killer is when you could just eat your polenta with your hands. Sure. However, sorry isn't always an acknowledgement of I did something awful to you. Sometimes it's a preemptive measure. Don't do anything awful to me. Psychologist Joyce Benison explains that women across cultures are prone to take this precautionary approach, basically the verbal version of walking on eggshells, in hopes of averting social and physical conflict and avoiding retaliation. Girls and women use more tentative, hedgy-wedgy language, front-loading even the most innocuous requests with meek-speak like, I normally wouldn't ask, and... I hate to bother you. Numerous studies have shown that girls and women use polite speech much more than boys and men. Notes Benison. Women also use more speech softeners. Weasel phrases. Downy? Like, in my opinion, to be honest, and apologies taken to uh, to absurd extremes. I'm sorry, but would you mind not standing on my foot? This is a there's only one more paragraph i'll just squeeze it in sure go for it because boys and men tend to be direct women's mealy mouthing is unfairly stigmatized as a defect benison explains that men and women evolved to have different roles and motivations in line with their physiologies in order to ensure the survival of their children or adulthood for example males from boyhood on specialize in defense fighting the enemy and protecting the baby makers of the species oh i lied about Mm. one (laughs) there's one two three four i think we get it five six more paragraphs but yes Yes, protecting the baby makers, but then belittling them. Yeah. yeah. Fuck culture and Protecting society. them while we're abusing them. Fuck politeness, <laughs> like Karen and Georgia say. Fuck politeness. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think it's, it, you know, she went more in depth. Yeah, I liked this answer. Yeah. 
in the terms of like, yes, everything we said was true, but also women are more apt to be more sensitive or emotional. And so therefore we use more words that are, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Can I just squeeze by you? You know what I mean? Right. But stop. I know. Maybe. I also don't hate it. Yeah. That I'm, type of instance. Yeah. I think if if someone, I'm thinking of the when someone's stepping on your foot and if you just went like, you're on my foot, I'd be like, whoa. Right. Like, my bad, bro. But like, excuse me, you mind, I'm, you're on my foot. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's all about the response, too. Yeah. But I, I also see what she's saying. Like, you know, why do you have to be polite for the stupidest, stupidest things? Yeah. In so many words, as Amy Alcon would put it. Well, that's that's this week's episode. That's Amy Alcon. That's Amy Alcon, the advice goddess, I think, right? I said that. I sure. believe so. Yeah. Google it if I'm wrong and let me know. <laughs> Will you? Yeah, Amy, let us know. Let us know, Amy. In the meantime, to our beautiful listeners, you can find us um, on... You can find me in St. Way. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> um, or maybe I can actually, my mouth could work. Well, I can just keep singing until it does. Okay. Where they gonna play, ring all day, na na na. Okay, it's ready. Perfect. Okay, send us your questions, your Some comments. Good jobs. <laughs> And your concerns for Stephanie. <laughs> and your song choices. And, and your song for choices. For this week's DJ. It'll be next week's soundtrack. <laughs> um, illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at illadvisedpodcast.com. You also can find us on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And TikTok. Yes. At illadvisedthepodcast. And Just yes. our TikTok. Yes. Name also. Of course. I I didn't want you to better be. I wanted to break the pattern. <laughs> fucking better be. <laughs> I wanted to break the pattern. Um thank you so much for sticking around with us. Um you guys really are are making this podcast and this time with us together even more worthwhile. We really appreciate your support mm. like immensely. So you're beautiful, you're wonderful. Sport that pearl necklace and thank you so much for listening. Punch that man in the face. You've been ill advised. <laughs>